Welcome to the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here are your hosts, Josh, Bobby, and Adam. What's up, you diehards, you degenerates, you lovers of defensive football? This is Josh Raymer, and we are back with another episode of the Big 3 IDP Podcast. Here in the Sode Shack, it's a chilly evening in Bowling Green, Kentucky. But I tell you what, boys, it's spicy because Popeye's chicken sandwiches are back, baby. <laughs> and people are murdering each other for them. <laughs> How are we tonight, boys? Doing good, baby. We don't have the spicy chicken sandwiches, though, Josh. You're making the people think that we probably got them, which we don't. So we don't got them, guys. We'll record in the car. Let's go. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's hop in Bobby's truck, just pile in and go get us some Sammies. I'm ready. We got to do it. I was thinking about that. I was like, I guess when we do it, we should all just like plan on going and having dinner together at Popeyes. To yes. Go in and do it. Experience yep. the whole thing there. Get we can it record. Get any means possible. Throw it in the refrigerator if, if the other two aren't around and we'll, uh, we'll heat it up for the show. Or no. We'll figure something out. No, we got to do, do it live. But, do the, it right. but all these Popeyes are in such weird places. They are. It it's, you, like, it'd be like a good 20 minute drive from saying. here. We got we to plan a, a dinner that night. Okay. Get there about seven. We'll record at Popeyes. Yeah, we yeah. can take a we can take a, video, a portable a video. setup. Yeah. We can take at least a video or two. Okay, yeah, no doubt. I could take my laptop and a sure. uh, and a microphone and just record uh-huh. and be totally normal. That'd sure. be nice. Not make anyone there uncomfortable. Can we connect to your Wi-Fi? <laughs> can we connect to your Wi-Fi? You have a hotspot. So uh, yeah, I just saw that story about uh, the guy murdering the other person uh, for cutting in line at Popeyes. Mm. So. What a world we live in. Yeah, thank you to uh, John of the Greek for alerting that uh, to us. Mm-hmm. Also, did you notice the video that I, I shared? Yes, uh, I saw that. Someone went behind the counter, ended up getting like a Goldberg speared <laughs> um, by an employee. So, yeah, people are uh, people are up in arms about these sandwiches. Yeah. Even though they're here, they're still... It, this is like six months in with the Popeye's chicken sandwich experiment. Is this like... <laughs> This is how they start the purge in real life, right? They have us fight over chicken sandwiches, and then... And why is it this difficult to get a chicken sandwich? I mean, literally, Chick-fil-A will probably sell thousands of chicken sandwiches a day. Yeah, clearly they got some some bad, uh, I don't know, ownership. Uh, they got a bad way of doing things. I need to... Uh, we need to get Cavill involved. I've seen a, uh, a recipe on Twitter where somebody went on and actually like made their own... Mm-hmm. So, you get cabs on that. Yeah, you can pretty much make your own version of just about anything with the what? internet. Yeah. Yeah, you can you can pretty much milk anything with nipples. <laughs> I'm nipples, Adam. Can you milk me? <laughs> All right, welcome into the Big 3 IDP podcast. We're excited you're here. We're excited to be here. And uh, we're going to be doing a little news tonight and also hitting on some of the more interesting storylines now that uh, we are more than halfway through the season, so look forward to those as well. We got some juicy ones, boys. Mm-hmm. But let's start with a little bit of news here, and uh, let's start with the Sunday night football game that was, I would say, probably the signature win for Lamar Jackson's young career right now. Mm-hmm. Patriots uh, upset in Baltimore. I believe the final score was 37-20. Is that right? Yep. So what would y'all think of this game? What would y'all think of uh, the Ravens' offense? Loved it. I mean, loved it from the very beginning, just uh, dominated. And, um, yeah, you know, all week we heard uh, talk about Bill Belichick always was going to neutralize what they're best at, and uh, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. We saw 
the Patriots have to face an actual team that is good, and uh, they got stomped. Mm-hmm. And that opening drive, um, it just looked like deer in the headlights, yep. big time for the Patriots defense. They just had no answer. I mean, Lamar was literally running all over them all game. He's so good. Where are y'all ranking Lamar in the, you know, it's still an early career, but from his talent perspective, where are you ranking him amongst, like, running quarterbacks? He's probably, even so far in his career, I mean, he's right behind maybe Mike Vick right now. I mean, I don't know. But he's better. He's He's a better, yeah. Vick might have been faster, you know, in a 40. I think but, uh, Vic was a better thrower, though. Go back and watch some of those highlights of Vic, especially that one Eagles season. Like people forget, they think of his Atlanta days, but go back and watch those. It, but it took Vic a while to get to that. You know, that was what ten years into his career at that point. I mean, what Lamar Jackson's doing is pretty impressive. It is. Yeah. I mean, it, just the growth that he's had from year one to year two. But this was, I mean, this is this shouldn't be a shock to anyone. He was a great. Yeah. A really great passer in college. He was. You know? Yeah. It's um so it's just great. It's just great seeing all the uh mm-hmm. the haters being proved wrong. Including Booger McFarlane, who posted a tweet like two years ago saying that they should move Lamar Jackson to wide receiver mm-hmm. since that's yeah. the position he'd be playing in the NFL. That was so dumb. So cool. They've gotta reboot the machine there on Monday night. I don't know what's taking him so long. He's terrible. Yeah. But they're all terrible. I mean, I can't hardly listen to any of them anymore. Can we please mm-hmm. get Kevin Harlan? Uh, on a calling like TV games, he does these. I think he does the Sunday night games for like Westwood One or something. Mm-hmm. But he he had that great call with the cat last night, um, and he did these famous streaker game mm-hmm. on the opening night Monday games like two or three years ago when John Gruden was still calling games. Y'all remember this? I think so. He's at the ten. He's at the twenty. <laughs> He's like that's the most exciting thing that's happened all night. He's so, I mean, Kevin Harlan is the best. We'll YouTube it. it yeah. Definitely YouTube that. It's He's so good. And it's like, you're right, there's not a lot of good like play-by-play uh, play play or color guys, but this is Monday Night Football. I mean, I haven't really watched a single game, I don't think, for Monday Night this year. The matchups are always bad. They're terrible. You got these terrible commentators. Yeah. It's just like, what in the world? Tessator just gets way too excited about the littlest things. Everything. You know? And the uh, booger just, gosh, just something about his voice is just not great. Um, I saw your boy Pat McAfee this weekend made me think about you, and uh, I, I think that needs to be the mm-hmm. uh, the next step. Yeah. You know, trend, trend to the you know the crowd that's watching the NFL, you know, it's not a, as much of a, you know, 65-year-old, you know, Browns fan, you know, type of league anymore. It's people playing IDP and, you know, recording podcasts in a, Shack from you know wherever this thing's bought from Lowe's or something. Yes, oh, yeah, I don't know where it's from. Yeah, yes, sir. no, the play that I think was uh, most exciting for me to watch was um, there was kind of a contained play that um, the Patriots ran, and Van Noy was kind of basically playing, you know, I don't know, kind of almost just like a a wide edge to try to keep Lamar in, and uh, literally just runs at Van Noy and just slips right by him. I mean, and Van, Van Noy hardly even moved. And that was kind of, you know, the shifty kind of dynamic play that just made me think, wow, this this dude is really good. Here's a quick little RSO update for you. Um, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, and Lamar Jackson are QB 1, 2, and 3 right now. Um, and midway through the season, Russell Wilson's sitting at 271. 
Deshaun Watson sitting with 254, and then Lamar sitting with 230. So all of them in, on pace to maybe flirt with a 500-point year, which... Lamar's had a bye, though, too, right? Um, I'm not sure if they're through that or not. Um, I think they are. The only QB last Deshaun's year to score... The Texans are on a bye. Yeah, that's right. The only uh, the only QB last year in our league to score 500 was... Patrick Mahomes. Mr. Mahomes. Yep. So... Yeah, some rare Which there. he will not do this year. Maybe. I mean, yeah. we'll see. Yeah. If he if he comes back this week, I wouldn't put it past him. Um, I am pissed at you, though, Josh. Why's that? That uh, Mark Ingram acquisition was pretty nice. I just Ingram looks good. I love the Ravens' offense. Yeah. I think this is a team that's got juice going down the stretch here, and I was thin, thin at running back. I had uh, Zeke and Marlon Mack and then Jordan Howard as my top three, which is great. Mm-hmm. But then my next guy was Frank Gore, who's basically been replaced by Devin Singletary now. So and he's legit. You know, I know Lamar's going to run a lot, and Gus and Justice Hill are going to get their touches every once in a while. But man, Ingram, Ingram looks great in that offense. Yes, he does. Very excited about him. Mm-hmm. So happy to see the Patriots get stomped as always. Um, Markham, why don't you cue us up here on this next piece of news? Mister Quan Alexander is done for the year. Torn pectoral pectoral muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, tough, man. I mean, he's been kind of underwhelming this year, so, you know, it's just disappointment ends with disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we know uh, I hate to, you know, get some joy out of this, but. Uh, what does that mean, Adam? <laughs> Freddy boy. Wheels up for Fred. Time to take that bullet, Adam. Woo. Fred, man, he is uh, he's looking very nice to end the year for you. So, um, yeah, I uh, I've got Fred pretty much everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I, while we are sad for Quan, we're Quan fans. Uh, we're excited for Fred. But Fred is so good. He is so fun to watch. Mm. Um, this last weekend, uh, they were the Sunday night game, and this was one of the first games I was able to. No, they were the Thursday night game. Thursday night game against the Cardinals. Able to sit down and actually watch them. And, uh, wow, they're a, they're a great team. Yeah, I agree, man. And Freddie Boy is awesome to watch. I mean, he's just I mean, a fun linebacker. Think about if they make the Super Bowl. Pretty much every relevant player gets covered. That could be a huge spot for Fred if they make it that far. That's yeah. a dangerous team right now, man. That'd be a good spot to, you know, take that bullet for him on that stage it really I mean, would that'd be a big that'd be a big thing for us yeah as a as a brand as a brand maybe you Just make sure you got the t-shirt on yeah yeah, yeah let's uh this important. t-shirts are still on sale guys yeah. uh we've we've had one purchase yeah they're sweet yeah they're awesome contact your mortgage lenders and uh Shout. see if you can get you a shirt Shout yeah out nico uh again yeah i need to work on that code sorry i've i've uh not done that yet so <laughs> But if you have any owners who are asleep at the wheel and don't realize that Fred is going to be flirting with LB1 territory the rest of the season because of this injury, try to go make a move and cash in on their stupidity right now. Oh, yeah. Freddie boy. Freddie boy. Will's up. Love you, Fred. All right. Next piece of news here, guys. It's another sad piece. Preston Williams out with a torn ACL. Markham, this was your dude. I feel for you right now. Yeah, this is another guy that I have everywhere. Um Man, and he coming off his best game of the year. What he put up like five catches for seventy yards, two touchdowns. I saw where he actually tore his ACL on the uh, punt return. So that's always a kick in the gut. Yeah, uh, it's like, why is he? I, I get that you know he he can do it, but he he honestly is their best and most promising piece. It's mm-hmm. like, 
uh, that just seems like a really dangerous spot to put a young guy like that in. Um, but you just hope for the best hope that he comes back a hundred percent. Um, but yeah, just total gut punch. Mm-hmm. He was playing really well. He's a hold in dynasty, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 Look well, at that Cooper Cup. I think he tore his ACL week eight or week nine of last year. And look at him now. I mean, he's obviously, great, different player. But you can. There's you a can chance he could one. be back week one for sure. Well, let's uh, spin from negative to positive here, Addy. What's your boy Mike Evans been doing these past three weeks? Mike Evans, his last three games, he has 32 catches for 474 yards and three touchdowns. That's a lot. That's, that sounds pretty good. That's a bunch. It's <laughs> a whole bunch. He's wide receiver one over this stretch, for uh, sure. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, just been balling. It's It's been so uh, just liberating, really. You know, all that Godwin talk we had to hear. Oh, And Godwin's great, but uh, the, the hate on Mike Evans for for too long now. It's I don't, I don't get it. This will be his uh, sixth year in a row, uh, row of... 1,000 yards. He's pretty good. Wow. Pretty decent. Pretty decent. And this is going to be, I mean, looking like this is going to be his best year. So, uh, What is he ranked right now in RSO in terms of wide receivers? Is he? He's a wide receiver three because. Um, he had a zero. He had a zero. And a bye week. And a bye week. <laughs> That's crazy. With two zeros in the game log, somehow Mike Evans is wide receiver three right now. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah, it's nuts. Um so yeah, he's uh, he currently has fifty catches, eight hundred forty-two yards, and seven and uh, seven touchdowns. Hmm. So pretty much just double O's, and that's he's he should get about a hundred catches, seventeen hundred yards, and fourteen touchdowns, all three of which would be career highs. Is he? Um, I haven't looked at Jameis Winston's pass attempts. Has he been throwing it more here down the stretch? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'll look that's up just, his game log. That's just, uh, yeah, he's been, he's had some 400 yard games. Um, you know, another thing that doesn't show up in the stat line is, is Mike Evans draws quite a few, uh, pass interferences. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish you could get points for that. Yeah. I know, but, uh, he probably did it like four or five times in the Seattle game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's just been an absolute monster this year. And, uh, I've been very, you know, happy to have him on my dynasty team. I mean, this is what we thought was going to happen because you had Deshaun Jackson leave, Adam Humphreys leave. Um, you know, ev- that's why everyone was so hyped up about uh, O.J. Howard. Mm-hmm. And Arians just doesn't like Howard, so yeah. he's not getting involved. No, they're going to roll him out this weekend, Josh. But there's two primary pass catchers. I mean, isn't Rashad Perryman the number three right now yeah. in Tampa Bay? He had that pretty hilarious touchdown. I know, that was funny. That was it, like, awesome. bounced yeah. or whatever. That's the only way he can get the touchdown. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one that's not intended for him. Exactly. Whoops, that's mine now. It's, yeah. It's been kind of funny to see the uh, opposite end of the spectrum there kind of for, uh, for Godwin. You know, the last couple of weeks he's been – uh, four for forty-three, seven for sixty-one. So he's still been fine, but I mean, Evans is getting a lot of the attention. It's just kind of funny how the, uh, you know, the tables have turned a little bit. Godwin was so crazy there, week four, twelve, uh, for one seventy-two, seven for one twenty-five, and then ten for one hundred and fifty-one. So it's like they've just taken turns these three-week stretches, yeah. just you know, setting the earth on fire. And Godwin will still have those big weeks where yeah. and Mike will have duds, but. You know, Mike's the alpha. They both help each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, let, let's not let's not act like Mike's the the lesser here, though. Okay, so I guess in Dynasty, 
What do you think about Jameis Winston? I kind of like him. Yeah. I I mean, I just have no idea if the Bucks flame out. Do they go get a quarterback? I mean, he's up for a new contract, and I don't think they're extending him. So. Did y'all look into that thing, the Jameis thing? Um, the burner account? Yeah. No, I didn't. It was weird. Um, was it the GM who had the burner account? I don't think it was actually the GM. I I, I need to follow up more on it, mm-hmm. but the video on YouTube, it, it it makes it seem like it sure is. Mm-hmm. But uh, shout out to Ben for sharing that. Yeah, that's, that's where we us. saw it. Yeah. I wanted to read off um, Jameis's pass attempts. Um, earlier this season, 36, 25, 37, 41, 27, the past four games, I'm sorry, the past three games, 54, 43, 44. Wow. So he's, they've been bombing it. Awesome. Arians, the Arians effect. Yeah. Yeah. And, but uh, they're just, they're behind a lot. They're having to, that's yeah. how they have to win. Yeah. That's yeah. true. He, uh, he has been airing it out. So. Yeah, shout out Jameis. We'll see. I mean, I don't think he's in Tampa Bay, so the question is, where is he? Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he could land a starting job, but he'll have to compete for it somewhere else, I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What does Tampa Bay do? Yeah, he just – I think he doesn't fit that Arians role, you know. I think they'll maybe trade up in the draft and go get somebody. I don't know who, but – But they're going to – You think? I guess they'll have a top ten pick. Right? Probably, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just worry they're just – good enough to where they might mess up their pick situation mm-hmm. down the stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see what the current NFL draft order is. I'm curious. Cuz um I know that the yeah, the uh Dolphins are at 3 right now. So the Bucks are at Bengals. I'll read the from 1 through 10. So Bengals, Redskins, Dolphins, Dolphins at 3. They're going to screw up this whole tank. Uh, Jets, Falcons, that's crazy. I know. Uh, Giants, Browns, Bucks. Browns. Uh, so, so that's, that's one, eight. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So they have the number eight pick right now. I was literally looking at some mocks this week, and they have a they have a couple QBs going pretty high. So you know, Tua will go probably yeah. one overall. I've seen um, some mixed. Well, the Bengals are obviously moving on at quarterback, mm-hmm. so um, they're not going to probably win another game. I wouldn't think so. I think Miami could win another game with Fitzpatrick. Yeah, I mean, probably so. What if the Jets sneak in there and uh, get a higher draft pick than them? That was actually a, f- a theory that Rich Eisen floated back at the beginning of the season. Like, watch the Jets out tank the Dolphins just to really, just for Gase to really stick it to the Dolphins <laughs> before he gets fired. What a oh, clown! Man. What a clown! All right, so Addy, in the course of doing your Mike Evans research, you stumbled upon a little nug here. Michael Thomas has been balling. Which is funny since Breeze has been out basically half the season. I know, Teddy yeah. Two Loves has made him, you know, just as productive, if not more. I mean, honestly, probably more. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so, yeah, did you know that he has um 73 catches right now? 73? Yes. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> Good Lord, Michael Thomas. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Slow so, down, Teddy. So he's on pace for 146. Um, which would be career highs. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or, I'm sorry, that would be an NFL record, um, obviously a career high. But uh, you know who who holds that current record? I don't know. Tell me. Um, Mike, uh, Marvin. Um... Get the joke right, Adam. <laughs> Do it. Just try it again. <laughs> who holds that record, Adam? Marvin. Gus from Breaking Bad, Harrison. <laughs> Marvin Two Guns, Harrison. It's cold in here, boys. I'm, I'm off. I'm off. I'm not used to this. Marvin Dual Wielding, Harrison. 
<laughs> but yeah, Marvin Harrison, he uh, he holds the record with 143. Wow. So Michael Thomas coming, gunning for you, dog. Now, yeah, you're going to get <laughs> Michael Thomas killed, dog. Saints fans are not happy with you right now. Uh, it does seem like Teddy throws to Michael Thomas a ton. You know, Breeze is kind of known for spreading the ball around a little bit, whether it's to Traquan Smith, uh, that Kirkwood dude hasn't done anything this year. Uh, please, Kamara, get healthy and, and come back and play please. again yeah. uh, for the sake. But that's kind of another note, too. Latavius has been awesome kind of mm-hmm. in his absence. Yeah. A bunch of roles that have been, you know, Kenyon Drake stepped in pretty nicely this last week and kind of. Probably a quick, quick, quick question on Kamara. Yeah. If someone offered you the 101 Ooh. for Kamara. Just hypothetically speaking, not like this has not happened in the past eight hours. We could We could talk about it. We could talk hmm. about it. It's the classic, I'm going to need a little more, though. You know, I guess my only, I, I put this in the slack, but, you know, I have sold a lot of offense to try to get some draft picks, and Kamara is like, you know, I've got a Marvin Jones and an A.J. Green and some kind of ancillary pieces. Is that the right word to use, Josh? Mm. Okay. It you. works. Sure. Thank you. It's early, so I've still got a brain. Um, But anyways, yeah. Might have to. Uh, You're right. I mean, if I had Kamara, I'd obviously want more too. Yeah, but it's just we're it's a contract league. Kamara's got one year left on his deal. It'll be a rookie contract coming in for four years. You know. Yeah. So I'm hoping it's something along the lines of your stupid Zeke contract. Yeah, we can was, all hope. Which was uh, it's bizarre true. and still under review with RSO. No, RSO doesn't need to look into it. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. You've got some L- or some RBs in this league being paid upwards of, you know, I've got Gurley at thirty-two sir. million. Adams got Bell at yes, sir. Spill the tea. Twenty whatever. Spill the tea. Yeah, Joshy boy. What is spill- sir RSO? You want some more criticism? You're gonna get it. Spill- RSO, the only league. Where Austin Eckler wants four years for 140 million and Zeke wants four years for 90 million? What's going on? Also, sponsor us, please. We would like a sponsorship. <laughs> Who's this guy? Is he, he have a name? He just, he's loud. <laughs> he's, he's loud. <laughs> he's upset. He's angry. He's loud. He wants, he's loud, Larry. He wants to talk to the manager. <laughs> Get him out here. He's Popeye's man. All right. Another injury that, uh, Hurt my heart because I had this guy in the listener league and uh, had to drop him. Shout out to the listener league, by the way. Hey, you're having a great time. Great time. Bobby? You're doing well. <laughs> you're not enjoying it so much, are you, Bobby? Uh, it's just a, it's just another another league to be in this yeah. year. Well, hey, you uh, you but, made you made your bed, you lie in it. <laughs> you did. You you swung for the fences. And you not only Ooh. whiffed, but your bat went flying into the stands True. and went through somebody's skull. <laughs> Josh called it. Uh, well, I mean, I guess we still got some time left. But mm. you said, what, about two wins? About two wins, yeah. 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 I think we're like, well, what do you guys think? What do yeah. you guys think as far as wins? I think you were like, I don't know, maybe six. I was like, no, nah, two. A one in 17 beat yeah. me last week. So shout out uh, Celtic Demon. <laughs> oh, wow. Nice. <laughs> You're getting beat by that guy. You sure are a loser. Yeah, so don't do that again. That was, uh, you know. It was a little lesson for all of us. Yes, and uh, this was a guy that I'd held all year just because of what could possibly happen down the stretch. But Deshaun Jackson to IR, he's having core muscle surgery. Mm. Do you all know what the hell this is? It's his uh, abs, yeah, abdomen. Then why not just call it abdomen surgery? Mm. What's up with this core muscle designation? Yeah. It's I like saying know. that you're having leg muscle surgery. Yeah, it's- I don't know why they're doing that. I like the groin surgery. They don't really tell you what part of the groin, just yep. the groin. 
Poor Deshaun Jackson, man. Came out week one, bald. Yeah, you were kind of pissed week one. I was like, oh boy. I traded him away in the offseason. But man, that uh, looks okay now. And it sucks because the Eagles could really use him. It it really sucks because the Eagles' offense could have been awesome this year if mm-hmm. they could have kept some of these wideouts on the field. I know it's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got uh, who was it? Nelson Aguilar getting roasted by that guy catching babies out of the fire. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, just that team hasn't been the same since. <laughs> Forgot yeah. about that. And then I, I thought you know Arthago Whiteside would be a bigger deal and mm-hmm. would step into you know that role a little bit better. But man, he's not. Mm-hmm. He's not getting the snaps, and so I guess he's just not ready. Is he a hold to y'all? Oh, yeah. I, would I, say so. I love him in year two. You try to tell people how to pronounce your last name, and that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Arthega. Mm-hmm. Arthega. I, I mean, you missed out on, like, Arsega, like yeah. Sega Genesis, man. Everyone liked. Uh, everyone was hoping it was Sega, but Alas. it's, it's Thega. Mm-hmm. What is he, from Spain? Yep. Gotta be. Is he really? Yeah, he is. Okay. Spaniard. Still, don't tell people how to pronounce your yeah. name. Just let it go. He's very cultured. <laughs> Super cultured. So, uh, yeah, um, good luck with your core muscle surgery, Deshaun Jackson, and we'll hope to see you back next season. Another, just a lot of injury news uh, kept piling up this week. Uh, Malcolm Butler to IR, broken hand. Only bring this up, He's he's been really good in IDP if you're in a, in a league that starts cornerbacks specifically. And this is a big blow for the Titans, though. I mean, they're... They fell a back. They fell back in the AFC South race. Four and five. Yeah, along with the Jags, they are. It's them and the Jags at the bottom, and then the the Texans are one, and the Colts are two. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see how this Jacoby Brissett injury affects the Colts moving forward. But it's a big loss for the Titans. Really does not help them down the stretch. Not as much of a move for IDP unless you're in a cornerback league. But if you are, that was a top five guy that we just lost. Yeah. Josh, we don't have the uh, Jacoby Brissett stuff on here. Mm-hmm. Well, let's so, talk about it. Let's just yeah. throw it in right now. What, uh, so you got to watch a little bit of Brian Hoyer. Mm-hmm. Actually, I kind of watched, but kind of didn't. I was yeah. just like, I don't, I don't need to see this. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> yeah. I've got other things going on in my life that yeah. are fine. Yeah. So it's that point in the year. We could have won though. That's the sad part. I mean, Vinatieri just totally ganks a field goal misses it by about 100 yards is this it for him this is it yes for sure i think he tried to leave i think he was planning on leaving and they he's like please him. just let me go they talked him back in like nope nope not after Kane and all after luck we can't afford to lose you yeah it's true i mean he's just been terrible though but mm-hmm. the guy freaking rigoberto sanchez spun it laces in yeah, yeah. so Vinny kicked right in the laces but i mean he missed it he might as well have kicked it into the side of the stadium for how bad a, a miss it was and uh i've got a two qb league on yahoo and uh Brissette was a early grab just because uh i think it's a 12 team league and it's really difficult 12 team anyways you got to carry three pretty much and, uh Brissette was my third for a long time until you know, honestly, I've been playing him more than I've been playing Kirk Cousins. He's been awesome. Um, been, you know, pretty reliable. And even amidst a bunch of, like, weird indie wide-out, like, uh, injuries, you know, T.Y.'s had some stuff. Paris Campbell's been, out. been out for a while. Paris Campbell's going to be out. At least he's had his, you know, Doyle, Ebron. Mo Alley Cox is an animal. He caught a pass last week and literally just ran over some. Do you realize he's six foot nine, Dude, he's enormous. Whoa. He's, Cox is six nine. I believe so, because I thought he was six foot seven, but I think Cox is six foot nine. Nice. Wow. I mean, wow. 
Wow. Wait a minute. Are you making some kind of sexual joke, Adam? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it says he's six foot six, but I swear on the broadcast they said he was six foot nine. That was in a dream of yours. Maybe okay, that was just Josh, me uh, projecting onto this guy with last dear name of Cox. Surely somebody's got to come and grab one of those guys. I mean, I don't know what their contracts look like for the next couple of years. But Grab who? Uh, Cox. I was thinking maybe you could grab <laughs> Ha Ha Clinton Dix, but he's taking. Jobs. I mean, you could take Gigantor as well. All right, so <laughs> some lost Adam. Some other weird news I here. I think there's another one, didn't it? Who's yeah, it's Fletcher one? Cox. Yeah. Uh, you were supposed yes, to get <laughs> Mo Alley Cox, Fletcher Cox, and Ha Ha Clinton Dix in the auction. See episode five or yeah. six or seven. Go like Cox, Cox, Dix. I got to get better. I got to get better. All right, so some other weird news. Um, the Chargers going to London? Question mark. Not so fast, says Dean Spanos, calling their report bleeping bleep. Uh, mm. So I love the, the literal Roto-Wire headline was Dean Spanos on the report of the move. Censored, censored. Mm. Yeah, I think it's absolute rubbish. <laughs> oh, is this, are we going to unveil this British accent? I think it is rubbish. If we had any British <laughs> listeners... They just drove themselves off the wrong side of the road into a ditch. I did like the uh, um, Bolt. Uh, help me yeah, out here. The Charger. The new awesome. logo with the uh, converter. Sure. Having a laugh down at the pub. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... Um, and it's weird because it would be funny that it would be the Chargers trying to like go to London when clearly the league has set up for the Jags to move to London at some point. Yeah. So they get over there and they're like, we actually don't want you here. <laughs> We're looking for the Jags. Have Bobby, you seen your Shad- turn. Your turn, Bobby. Have you seen Shad Khan? <laughs> Shad- hey, man. <laughs> That's a Jamaican accent, if anything. I'm looking for the man with the mustache. <laughs> All right. We're going to get off this right now. Um, hey, fun fact. Uh, he actually came in the town I work in uh, not too long ago. He owns some like plastic corporation over there. Wow. And uh, I think he, isn't he the most uh, like highest net worth owner in the NFL? He may be. Probably. Wow. Hell, with a mustache like that, how can you not be? Yeah. You got to have confidence to pull that thing yes, off. Sir. All right, so other weird news. The Jermaine Whitehead tweet, I'm sure you all, I'm sure everyone has seen this mm. at this point. But goes off on, I, I think, a reporter. Fans, maybe. Everybody. Now, I think it was directed at some reporter who oh. called his tackling effort, like, abysmal. Uh. And, yeah, that's why he was like, I'm out here with a broke hand, and then just. Threatened to kill him? Yeah, yeah. pretty much threatened to kill him. Like, yeah. you know. Like one does. Yeah, like you do when you get called out on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, well, I bet he, I bet he won't be so quick to fire off the tweets next time now, will he? <laughs> What legitimately? What do you do if the athlete you're critiquing responds to your tweet in that way? I think you just delete the tweets or lock the door. Sure, delete yeah. the tweets. Maybe lock down the account. Maybe call the police. Tell the wife that you listen. You guys are in danger. We need you to go to the hotel for a couple couple months, couple years, maybe. Well, imagine Markham walking in and telling his family something in this voice. We need you to go to the hotel. We got problems. Yeah, listen, I got your spot down Motel 6, real nice, right next to the ice machine. You know that motel with the cardinal bird out front? That's where we're going to be. You never need ice as much until you're at a hotel and you're That's like, right. God, we got to get some ice, honey. We just got here. That's right. Get the bucket. Get the bucket. 
That's right. How are we going to remove this man's liver? If you're at the motel with the cardinal out front, that's what you're doing. That or paying by the hour. So It reminds me of the Office episode where uh, they've been dancing the whole time and Kevin actually wears two tissue boxes on his feet to the wedding. And uh, at the end of it, a uh, some guy's going into this uh, like uh, little door that has all the... Uh, yeah, help me out here, Josh. He, the uh, you know Coke machine and the snack machine and stuff, and Kevin's there opening the ice machine and putting his feet down into the ice and saying, "Boy, my dogs are barking." <laughs> that's so gross, <laughs> Kevin. Oh yeah, that's a good. What one. a Kevin moment. I love Kevin. Shout out Office Lovers. Y'all, For y'all sure, are huh? y'all need to. I know Adam watches a little bit, but Josh, you need to get up on that. I stopped watching after Corral. Wasn't my fave. Oh man, wasn't my fave. The best. Never finished. Never finished. So, That's uh, usually my story. Got to get there. To the surprise of no one, uh, Jermaine Whitehead was subsequently released by the Browns, mm-hmm. like pretty much the next morning. Yeah. So, um, Markham, here's a question for you: Is the Le'Veon Bell injury worse than we've been led to believe? Daddy's worried. Signed Josh Adams off the street. Now, I saw that was a move to keep him away from other teams. Other teams would have been able to uh, poach him off of their roster Hmm. had they not activated him and called him up. So, um, the latest report I saw was that he was good, but... I don't know what good means in that uh, New York Jets organization. Let's recap. You're Le'Veon Bell. You get signed for a bunch of money. Your head coach, before the season even starts, come out and says, I never wanted this guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have an injury. What was his injury that kept him out? Was he a groin? Or no, that's uh, C.J. Mosley. What was what kept because Lev's missed some games, hasn't he? I think he's been good. He's just been there's been some games where he's not been as effective. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's, he's so, had a kind of a slow start to the year. Slow start and then gets floated out there on the trade block and basically gets like zero offers, maybe one, if you consider the Pittsburgh Steelers report reliable. Mm-hmm. So why the hell are you trying to rush back to uh, get back on this team that may finish with the number one overall pick? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's not a good situation there for him. Um, doesn't look like he's missing any games this year. Okay, but I was but, thinking of Mosley. Yeah, but yeah, just a well, man. and he was playing with like Luke Falk. Yeah. That's probably what I was thinking. He was basically True. a non-factor That's because hurt a lot. He that, didn't have an NFL quarterback. That mono Darnold was out for like four yeah. weeks probably, so that put them back. That is bit. one. Th- yeah, that is true. I mean, well, I guess. Everybody's hard on Gase, but that was just mm-hmm. very unfortunate to happen, you know, right at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Le'Veon has looked okay. I mean, he, he totaled over 100 yards last week, mm-hmm. um, but there was a big stretch where he was out of the game, so I guess he was obviously dealing with a little, you know, some type of injury. Um, but they yeah. haven't said what the deal is with the knee yet. The, yeah, I don't know what's taking him so long. It's mm-hmm. Tuesday night now, and we still don't have any real clarity on it. Just that, that again, that report that he's good. So Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see. So um, some other news coming out today. The Jags are going back to Nick Foles. Mm-hmm. So this is good night to Sweet Prince, Gardner Minshew. Mm-hmm. Someone said this is the NFL's version of Linsanity, so obviously Minsanity. I could see that. And insanity has ended. I like Foles. He's a good game manager. I think you have to see what Foles can do on this team. I mean, he was your big yeah. off-season acquisition. Because like I heard someone else say, if you stick with Gardner Minshew, you're basically saying that you're moving on from Nick Foles after mm-hmm. this season. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they paid Foles a lot. They did. They gave him a good amount of money. 
Man, what, what did we see him for like six minutes before he got hurt or something? Yeah. So I'll be curious to see what he looks like in this offense. Yeah, me too. Um, do you guys believe in Minshew or are you Minshew believers? I think Minshew could be a guy sort of like Andy Dalton that's just hovers right around the middle of the league in terms of quarterback play. Yeah, can make things happen on occasion. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. He has flashes, but then is just, you know. He game, was awful in that last game. Game he, to game, just really inconsistent. Yeah. He will have an NFL career, though, just because, you know, if you can be a QB 10 to QB 20, you can have some staying, you know, staying. And he's a rookie. Around. Yeah. Yeah. Like, let's not forget, like, this guy is going to develop. Sure. He'll have a long career in the NFL if he, you know, doesn't mess up and uh is good with the playbook and runs a good practice. He'll he'll stay on a he'll stay on a roster. RSO um scoring right now, he's bookended by Jameis Winston and Matt Ryan. So, had a fine point scoring year so far. Yeah, I noticed that. His, he has a nice little game log as far as fantasy points go. Mm-hmm. Maybe a one of those weird quarterbacks that's better for yeah. fantasy. Well, it's like, than, you know, um, Bortles. Bortles was a top three quarterback yep. one of those years in Jacksonville. So, mm-hmm. uh, Alan Hearns and Allen Robinson year. Yeah. There could there are some quarterbacks that are much better for fantasy than they are for real mm-hmm. life. Like Mitch Mitchell Trubisky was a perfect example yeah, of this. True. Jameis Winston has been an ongoing example of this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there are just some of the, and there are some, there are a lot of quarterbacks that are better NFL quarterbacks than fantasy quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm, uh, uh, I'm very curious to see with that offense because it was weird. I put Keelan Cole on the IR in our RSO league just because he I mean, played he, okay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's been playing really well here. So I'll be, the thing I want to see is how does the wide receiver dynamic shift? Cause we haven't basically seen foals at all. And they're kind of banged up. D.D. Westbrook's been out. I don't know his status. I mean, again, I don't own any of these Jacksonville receivers. Um, so it's not a team I've been really keeping up with much. No. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure that D.D.'s been out, and then they had another receiver that's been out as well. Chris Conley? Chris Conley, Conley's, I think, went out. Conley's been – did he go out last week? He's been I actually so. playing pretty well. Yeah, yeah I picked has. him up in the, in the listener league, but I think he got hurt. Mm. Or maybe – are they on bye this week? They are on bye. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Because I was like, he's out this week, but it's because of the bye. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they had someone else there that was I know. Up. I know what you're thinking about, but uh, I can't come up with it either. There is one more guy. Well, there's a reason Anyways. that uh, Keelan Cole's getting some, yeah. some run here because he was go. not doing anything. DJ Chark's been, been awesome this oh, year. yeah. Yeah. So we'll see if he continues to play, you know, at a high level with Foles because, you know, that was Minshew's guy. So, And this is a lesson, too, to me. And, you know, these wide receivers, just give them time. It, it takes several years for them to learn any type of, you know, NFL route running and, you know, to get a very decent, you know, um, rapport with uh, a quarterback for any amount of time. And, you know, Chark, I remember I took him in the third round of our rookie draft last year. And he didn't pan out very quickly, and I was not very patient enough with him, and and ended up getting off of him. But yeah, he looks he looks really good. He looks the part. So it's very true, man. It's like you know, a lot of times we forget that these guys, when they're coming into the league, they're twenty one, mm-hmm. twenty two, you know, just kids still. Yeah. You know, think about when you were that age. Yeah. You're just you're just you're just dumb. They're, mm-hmm. You're going to learn a lot of stuff in the next few years, and that is probably the exact same in football. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Think about like where Mike Evans is now. Mm-hmm. You know he's just he's just dominant, mm-hmm. and he just he has the uh, the game experience. He has the physicality. He's just 
on another level compared to someone that's coming into the league, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, yeah, you just got to be patient with the receivers. Um, but, yeah, we've got some good ones in the league now. With all of them. And, uh, you know, even this year has given me pause of drafting any rookie tight end. I rookie mean, tight ends historically take a long time. Had a touchdown last year, uh, last week. Uh, I'm trying to think of a couple of the other ones that, if if they're playing at all, but I mean, DJ Hawkinson has been very up and down. <laughs> Jake Bud, I remember a couple of years ago I took him. And Hawkinson, man, ever since he got that, remember that concussion he got in like week three? Yeah, he just hasn't. Been, it looks like he got another one last week. Yeah. I don't think that he actually got diagnosed with one, but there was a play where he got hit and he was, um, he had his hands on his helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was kind of scary to see. Mm-hmm. But yeah, tight end's been. Tight end is tight end is so weird we this ta- year. We talked about that I think this week that I think this year has been worse than last year from a tight end point perspective. Oh yeah, and last year was really bad. Tight end scoring I think is down. Got to be. We've got some randos up, you know. Darren up. Waller, Austin Hooper, like those are your yeah, Austin Hooper's the tight end tight one. one. Mm-hmm. Like, Balling. What is happening? And now Sanu's going on a one and so. seven yeah. Falcons team. I know. Like it doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't understand. How is uh, Quinn not fired? He will be. Yeah, that's coming. I think there'll be. I think you'll see like maybe six or seven coaches uh, get fired this year. Yeah, I, I think you'll see. As uh, uh, do we ask Nico about this if he thinks Freddie Kitchens will get fired? Oh, I think he's. he's oh yeah, he's on board with that. I think he did hashtag kill Freddie. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, that was not a. Tweet. Fired. No, yeah, I think I think Freddie gets fired, Gase gets fired, Jay Gruden's already been fired, so that would be three. Dan Quinn, um, let's see who else. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I think they'll keep Vic Fangio. Yeah. I think they will. Um, let's see who else would they get rid of. Wouldn't it be crazy if they brought Brian Flores in to do this tank and then fired him? <laughs> that would just be amazing. Be awesome, maybe. Um, but there's there's a couple other guys we're probably not thinking of right now that that could be getting the boot here. Um, I mean, if the Titans bottom out, you could see Vrabel getting canned. You could mm-hmm. see Doug Marone getting canned. Yeah, I think true. there'll be some surprising guys uh, get the axe. The uh, Pat Shermer, the Giants, probably yeah. getting axed. I mean, yeah. he's not a coach that inspires any kind of confidence. Before the beginning of the year, I kind of thought Jason Garrett was going to be on the coals there for a little while, but man, he needs to be. They need to make the playoffs. He needs to be thanking Dak and Zeke and Amari every chance he gets. Yeah. Because they don't have a very good defense this year. No, they don't. All right, we're going to take a break to hear from Anchor, and then we'll be back to talk about some of the biggest storylines as we've passed the halfway point in the season. Don't go anywhere. All right, we're back, and it is time to talk about most interesting storylines now that we are more than halfway through the season, boys. I am looking forward to the day when you have a stroke in the midst of that impression. Yeah, and we, we just to, lose you. We got to uh, we got to start recording it so we can catch that because it ha- it will happen. Yeah, his brain will explode. I'm not treating myself well. You are back on the beer tonight, which we appreciate. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Last two episodes have uh, water. been water, so yeah. I've been a little more clear-headed. Yeah. No more. No more. Bobby, I need you to stop touching your mic stand Want and knocking, cloudy vision. knocking your magnets off. Right. My apologies, Caps Q. All right, so we got a couple little 
points here that we want to hit on. And these are just things that have been like big picture takeaways from the season. And we're going to start off with most surprising team of the year. And Addy, why don't you kick us off? And this can be good or bad, but who's been the most surprising? I got to go with the San Francisco 49ers, boys. 8-0. and The last undefeated team. And uh, I guess what's been most surprising is that it has not been the Kyle Shanahan-led offense. I mean, while it's been impressive at, at times. Jimmy G's playing well. He's playing well lately. Um, but that defense has been the real story, uh, especially up front, you know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just blown away. Uh, completely missed on uh, their fantasy receivers. Uh, you know, I thought Dante Pettis was going to be a wide receiver too this year. Do they have any relevant yeah. wide receivers? Maybe question. Emmanuel Sanders, Sanders now? now. But yeah. again, I think you'll see he, he had a great week last week, but there's going to be some weeks where they just don't feature the receivers. It's going to be the same with the running backs. Exactly. So right. how is the how is the Shanahan offense an offense to just completely avoid? Just because it's so many moving pieces and you never know what to expect? A lot of just like, uh, you know, what the heck flex? That's mm-hmm. uh, a term that I think Sigmund Bloom coined. Just guys that you'll just throw in there, just hoping that it's it's their week. But yeah, you're right. It, you're probably going to want to avoid a lot of these San Francisco options. You know, you don't want to rely on these guys to produce because again, mm-hmm. it's going to be hard to predict which weeks you know they they do it in. Some pretty amazing players. I mean, I think Jimmy G has been. Uh, He's not been a crazy like fantasy producer, but he's been winning games. You know, he hasn't been turning the ball over. You know, he's been throwing for 250 yards a game, a couple touchdowns. But um, it's going to be an interesting road home for the 49ers. So they um, this weekend go Seahawks, Cardinals, Packers. Then they go at the Ravens, at the Saints, um, Falcons, Rams, Seahawks. So wow. it might be eight and zero, but that's gonna be a rough it road might be home. Eight and eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, because you look at um, this is not another team that we have to talk a whole lot about here, but the Cardinals are suddenly really frisky. They just yeah. gave them a tough out. Absolutely. You know, that yeah, was really like, that was a three point game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. So 49ers, like you said, very interesting. It's on the back of a really stellar defense. Do we think that takes a step back now with Quan out for the season? I mean, that can't help. Yeah. But maybe this is just what Fred needed. Mm-hmm. He needed, uh, you know, he would, he's not the type that would ever, you know, want this to happen, but he was made for this moment. Yeah. Stand-up class act. Mm-hmm. I like um, – I mean, don't we all like Nick Bosa right now for offensive, uh, offensive, defensive player of the year? Richard? I don't know, man. I mean, I think Josh Allen has a case too. Yeah, they've both been kind of down the last couple of weeks, yeah. right? He Allen wasn't that great last I week, don't and think he had a tackle for loss. I think about it. Bosa's been pretty much kept out of the stack book for the most part hmm. since that huge performance he had like two, three weeks ago. Um. But yeah, I think those guys are both still in the mix. Did you notice? Uh, speaking of rookies, you notice Devin White had a huge game. Mm-hmm. That's someone I was thinking about this. That was someone that we definitely should have mentioned as a target because yeah. I think there was a lot of owners that were frustrated with him. Mm-hmm. I think he would have been a great target at this point. Coming off that game, it's going to be hard to get him. But uh, yeah, Devin Bush. Or I'm sorry, Devin White mm-hmm. definitely going to be a guy that you probably want on your team down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Or Devin Bush. Yeah, or Devin. Either Bush. of the Devins. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The uh, I was looking to see where Jimmy G ranked in terms of passing touchdowns this year, 
and he's firmly right in the middle of the league. He has 13 passing touchdowns. Keep in mind, he's getting propelled by that last game. Mm-hmm. I was very frustrated. In fact, me and Bobby were playing each other, and mm-hmm. Bobby was in like bye week hell, so he had to make a few like kind of strange starts. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he he had Jimmy G in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Had his best game of the year by far. I think I think he was averaging like 15 points a game up until that week. Threw up 37, I think. Yeah. So uh, and then Bobby also had Kenyon Drake. Oh so boy, that's that, uh, not a fun Thursday night. Not at all. I just kind of ruined your Halloween. But, yeah, but it came around. It came around. So that's let's, right. But let's it, let the it, listeners know. But you know, I didn't enjoy the weekend the way I would have liked. <laughs> Need you to not do that next time, Bobby. Okay, I remember. Don't start players against Adam on Thank Thursday. You. And I if you're you. if you're wondering, Patrick Mahomes is at number ten in passing touchdowns. <laughs> wow, with wow. fifteen with his kneecap behind his knee. Exactly. Uh, and then the passing yardage leader, and you guys want to take a guess who's had the most passing yards so far? I think it's Russell Wilson. It's huh. a good guess. He's number three. Okay, let's go uh, Deshaun Watson. Watson is number six. Um, yeah. Stafford? Stafford is number four. Okay, let's go uh, Rodgers. Rogers is uh looks like number five. Adam, your turn. It's not who you would think. It's not one of these like young top tier guys. Not cousins, right? It's uh, no. Philip Rivers. Rivers is wow. number one. Not, I guess Brady that. is number two. Because we were just talking about how Keenan Allen has kind of been weird this year. So who um, is he throwing the ball to? Hunter Henry? Hunter Henry. Yeah, um, he has twenty six hundred and nine yards and only twelve touchdowns. I and have they had their bye? Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why he's propelled a little bit. Could be, yeah. Uh, I don't think they have had their bye. But, yeah, but uh, another note that's about that. Yeah, you're right. Keenan Allen, man, he is he is living off those first three weeks. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what Keenan Allen does. He'll have these little stretches where he, he blows up and then he's kind of, you know, cools down. But um, I'm hoping that it, we're about to see one of those those big stretch runs here. So the team I want to talk about most surprising, and I'm going to go negative, is the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. One and seven right now. I mean, with that caliber of an offense, Matt Ryan playing as well as he is. He's in his mid-30s now. You yeah. think he'd be like in his prime for his quarterback, right? And he's been playing well. It's just, uh, I mean, look at his stats right now. He is uh, got 15 touchdowns. 2170 yards. He only he has eight interceptions, so that's quite a few. I bet he's up near the top. Yeah, he's uh looks like number 5 in uh, total interceptions right now. Uh Jameis and Baker both at 12. So, uh if you wonder, uh, we'll talk about why the Browns are struggling here in just a little bit, but turnovers are probably a big part of the reason. And uh the are this is the Falcons defense just that bad? Like I guess is that so. what we're getting at here? Like Dan Quinn, the defensive mastermind of those uh Se- Seattle Seahawks teams just has maybe one of the worst defenses in the league? I guess so. They don't really have the talent either, you know, outside of like Deion Jones and Grady Jarrett, you know, Keon Keon O'Neal, I just worry about his health now really forever. Um Achilles, that's not a, a very easy injury to come back from. I just worry that it could snap again. Yeah, once you come back, it's just like you know, they coming off an ACL tear and then you tear the Achilles. Those are just about you know as bad of injuries as you can get. 
Um, so yeah, I do worry if we've seen probably the last of an elite Keanu Neal, which is a shame. It is. Um, but yeah, there's just not a lot of pieces that I'm really interested in there. It's kind of been a, you know, a trend that people have looked at for the last couple of years, but Matt Ryan has these great years and then these bad years and we were due for a bad one. So right now he's sitting with 15 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Last year he was the QB2 in RSO, 35 touchdowns, seven interceptions. The year prior to that he went 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. 2016 he went 38 touchdowns, seven interceptions. So for the past couple of years he's been huh. like boom or bust literally. So, he just flip-flops. And I don't know that that really is any trend to like actually hold on to, but it, it's kind of funny to kind of, you know, keep a tab on that. But it seems like this year he's gotten a lot of those stats for like after they've been already down so much yeah. and, and I don't know the defense maybe seems relaxed. It seems like yeah. every game they're getting their doors blown off yeah, and they come back and make it close, but they're just not in any of these games really, mm-hmm. which is just shocking. I mean, this is a team I was seeing like really smart analysts that I trust predicting to go to the playoffs. Oh, me and, too. I, mm-hmm. I definitely, I took them in the, uh, our wins league. I think mm-hmm. I took them in the second round. So yeah, yeah I just mean, been, I took the Niners in the third round. There you go. So it all evened wow. out. Yeah, not really, but it all worked out for you, Addy. <laughs> We're so happy for you. Me and Bobby are last Gosh, in the wins league. I'm not so far from it. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm like middle of the pack. I, 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 this is why I don't bet in Vegas because I don't think I've ever even been close in that wins league. And it's just picking teams. I've got some bad ones in there this year. Uh, Jets, Buccaneers, Browns. I can't remember my last team, but, yeah, pretty rough. Yeah, You've got Rams who have been down. Mm -hmm. I I also have the Bengals who now have the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Awesome. That's always good for the wins league. Yeah, it's awesome. All right, Bobby, let's talk about your team here. Another one that is very much underwhelmed. Who are you going with? Yeah, so the Chicago Bears. Um, I, I can't say that I really had high hopes for them going into this year. I really was kind of hesitant to see what Mitchell Trubisky was going to look like in a you know year two offense with Matt Nagy. Um, but now I think that you may see that whole ship kind of blown up. I don't know that Nagy hangs around. I don't know that Trubisky is the quarterback in 2020. Um, you know, I'm not sure some of these little wide receivers, Taylor Gabriel, uh, not sure what Allen Robinson's contract looks like. Um, Trey Burton, I know, has kind of been hit or miss. Uh, David Montgomery looks awesome. They look like he looks like they need to play him more. But uh, the defense has been a little bit underwhelming. You know, Roquan has been usable. He's been a fine linebacker. Danny Trevathan has been great. Khalil Mack has been underwhelming. Uh, Akeem Hicks has been hurt all year. Kyle Fuller has been a great uh, cornerback. He's been a pretty high-scoring cornerback, like top five probably so far this year. Ha-ha Clinton Dix had one great week early on, which kind of has propelled him, but he's been a fine safety. But, yeah, just kind of a weird year there for Chicago. I don't think it helps also that Green Bay and Minnesota um, and Detroit, for that matter, are also very good this year. I think that probably hurts some, but um, if Matt Nagy doesn't show some promise here in the next eight games, I think he may be uh, packing his bags. I think he might get canned? Um, I don't know. I I don't think it's working up there. I think Trubisky will go, but I think uh, Nagy will keep his job. That offense just doesn't look as dynamic as everybody was hoping. And even McVay hasn't looked great this year, but that was kind of the whole comparison of like, you know, anybody who touched McVay or, like, wore his cologne was, like, 
oh, we're gonna we're gonna give him a job. We're, I mean, he's, it's gonna change our life, you know. True. Um, so I don't know. I'm not I'm not buying any of those pieces right now. I don't want any anything outside of David Montgomery probably from the Bears offense. What do you think there, Addy? Yeah, I'm with you. I don't. I mean, obviously, don't. Not a Mitch Trubisky fan. Mm-hmm. I think he's terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been nice to see David Montgomery come on lately. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah, I I don't I can't understand the Bears' uh, defense being bad. I guess I think I saw one point where it's like, I think they're just so frustrated with Trubisky and having to just be you know be the the part of the team that just does it all or they're going to have to dominate if they want to win any games. Mm-hmm. Um, that just weighs on a defense. You just get worn out at a point, I think. And I think mm-hmm. that may be what you're seeing there. Mm-hmm. And also you're having a coach that's not holding Trubisky accountable. He keeps just saying, you know, this is our guy. Um, at some point, you know, you got to just face the facts. He's yeah. not it. Yeah. And I think if, Honestly, I think that uh, oh, what's his face, uh, Chase Daniels. Mm-hmm. I think he gives That'd them a be much better. better shot. Yeah, and they looked a lot better when he was playing. Um, but yeah, they got to they got to get they got to get a new quarterback. You got to keep it, Bam, bro. This ain't it. That's the only way you can keep it, man. A big Browns fan, Browns fan. Gosh, a big Bears fan that I know um, would really like to see them go and get uh, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, doesn't want them to spend a lot of draft capital, but thinks that he would be, you know, kind of nice in that offense. I do think Teddy Bridgewater looks awesome this year because they're on an awesome offense and you've got Sean Payton and you're in a dome uh, and you've got a guy who just came off a pretty major knee injury. Um, but Bridgewater's looked great. So I don't know. Kind of take that with a grain of salt. Yeah, it's about the as good a situation as you can hope for for a quarterback to come mm-hmm. into. So uh, it's, but- de- it's definitely helped, like, keep him in the NFL. I mean, he'll have another job yeah. if the Saints don't keep him. Yeah. Oh, he's been he's been great. I mean, he's he's definitely blown away uh my expectations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I know I know you were a little bit worried about. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I didn't see the offense being that good, but really it, it didn't miss a beat mm-hmm. because Breeze has those weeks where they're down, you know. It mm-hmm. was same same difference. Yeah. Let's not forget the Bears traded up to take Trubisky at 2. Uh, Patrick Mahomes went at ten, and Deshaun Watson went at twelve. He uh, wow, that Bears so, fan reminded me of forget. that today. Never forget that was a weird draft. You had a lot of really good players and, going and you know, that draft. Was it worth it trading for Khalil Mack if your team wasn't really ready? Mm-hmm. If you didn't have you didn't have everything else in pe- in place, like mm-hmm. you didn't have the quarterback? Um, was it really worth doing that? Because Khalil Mack's not young. Yeah. He's like 27, 28. 28. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. he's 28. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we've probably seen the best of Khalil Mack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, they gave up a lot to get him, and then they had to pay him, so they've, you know, their, their cap is tighter because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's changed a lot. I remember sitting here with y'all like week one, I think it was. We're like, oh my gosh, the Bears defense Freaking is just as good as ever. Roy Robertson uh-huh. Harris was going yeah. crazy. Uh Roy Cron Smith had a great game. Um that, you know he's linebacker fifty four in RSO. Yeah. So I know he was out a wow. week or two with Wild. that whole like Yeah, uh, did he uh, weird car thing. But yeah. anyways, yeah, he has been underwhelming. Yeah. Let's put it that way. I didn't realize that. Yeah, Trevathan's linebacker twenty two. Yeah, Trevathan is just that solid, just steady Eddie, you know. Yep. 
He's going to get you. He's a linebacker, too, pretty much every year he's been in Chicago. As a Roquan owner, what would it take for you to trade him at this point? Like if someone came and offered you a second, would that, a 2020 second, would that be enough? I don't know. I think injuries would worry me less at this point than like this mental health type stuff. You know, the mental health stuff can pop up at any time. So I guess that you, probably. You think it's a mental health thing that kept him oh out yeah. that week? I, I think it's, you know, probably something that. Like an Everson Griffin situation. Organization tried yeah. to kind of squash and kind of keep in house just so that it didn't get blown up even more. But I mean, I don't know. Contractually, he's really cheap. He's like a million and a half. So he's kind of a nice hold. Um, but at the same point, too, I mean. Could this be your last chance to get something out of him? Yeah. You know, if he does, if he's not going to be, you know, he's still a big name. You know, people might not necessarily go back to his game log and look and see like, oh, it's just like, oh, man, that's Roquan Smith, you know, but yeah. they haven't seen that he's the LB 54 or whatever mm-hmm. he is right now. So, yeah, that's another that's reminder question. that linebackers are highly replaceable. Yep. Yes, yep. it is. And I mean, maybe a second is selling a little low on him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think if someone came up with two seconds, but also too, our like, league today got a little bit out of whack with some, some trades and I have some good my, my offensive gar- is garbage I, I completely realize that but I have some nice defensive pieces and when you approach me about some defensive pieces like I'm gonna want like you better start with a first because I'm not I'm not selling yeah. some of these defensive pieces for a third yep. and uh, Quincy Anunua. You know, I, I don't care about that kind of stuff. And a hot ham sandwich. No, I don't like ham sandwich. Turkey is a different story. All but right, cool. No, I yeah, know. I don't I know. IDP-wise, You agree know. that turkey sandwiches are better than ham? <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> I'm, I've never been a ham guy. What? I thought you liked country ham. Well, country ham. Okay. We're not, ta- we're not talking about city ham. We're talking about city ham. Deli ham? No, thank you. <laughs> yeah, we were getting too serious there. All right, so uh, let's look now. So those were some surprising teams. And this is sort of in that same vein. But who are some teams that we think could make a playoff push that were previously written off? And uh, I'll start us off here. I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders. Now, it was fun during the uh, offseason when Hard Knocks was going on to watch the Raiders and just wonder if they were going to be this massive train wreck and the John Gruden experience in year two was going to go completely off the rails. And when the whole Antonio Brown thing blew up, it really felt like that destiny was coming to fruition. But give credit to the Raiders. They cut bait, moved on, and have really hit on some of these draft picks. I know Clellan Farrell hasn't been as productive as maybe they would like, but Josh Jacobs is already a top, Mm-hmm. Probably eight back in the league right now, top ten back. And I think if Jonathan Abram was out there playing, he'd be a top ten safety because mm-hmm. he looked really good when he was out there on the field. So they've been playing well. They beat they beat the Colts. They've been on they've been in a lot of these games. They're not a team that necessarily gets blown out. Now, do I think they'll make the playoffs? No, but I think they will be in the mix weeks fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, that's uh that's a good pick. Mm-hmm. They've definitely surprised me. Um Gruden gets crapped on a lot. Yeah. You know, and uh while he may make some questionable like personnel moves and and seems a little old-fashioned, there's there's a lot to be said about how how he can 
get people to buy in Mm -hmm. and he can, I think that's what you're seeing in Oakland. I think you're seeing, you know, people believe in their team. And I think that, uh, I don't know. He just he's he's a good leader, mm-hmm. and uh, he's a he's a coach that guys like playing for. Yeah, you yeah. got that sense watching you, Hard Knocks. Yeah, you ever hear him mic'd up or exactly like like Hard Knocks? He's a he's a nice guy. He's a funny guy. Yeah, and, his players uh, love him. Yeah. One thing I think about with the Raiders though, why do they not take Josh Allen over Cleland Farrell? Yeah, that makes no sense. Not sure that one. My God, could you imagine him there? Yeah, I mean, and that was it. Wasn't like Josh Allen was under the radar. No, we. If knew. anything, Cleland Farrell was the guy under the radar. Mm-hmm. Terrible move. That yeah. is. That's awful. Yeah, bad pick. Josh Allen's just a much better player as well. Not only at that position, but he can drop back into coverage. You know, from time to time. Uh-huh. I mean, that's basically what he did all through his college career. But, um, man, you're right. I, I forget about that. I mean, maybe Farrell turns out to be okay, but I don't think he's going to be anywhere near the level that Josh Allen is. One sack be. on the year, I think, right now. Yeah. Farrell. Yeah. And he still could be good. Like, let's yeah, sure. give him time. But, like, as of right now. It was a reach, though, at the draft. It, it was. was. A lot of, but, like, he should have been, like, uh, you know, in the 20s, mm-hmm. yeah, not late, fourth overall. Late first round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone would have, you know, all of that's tough. There's certain positions that you really just can't draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the number, what was he, four overall pick or uh, something? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, because I, I was going to say you could have gone Josh Jacobs or Jonathan Abram there, but I don't think um, I don't think that would have been looked upon kindly by the no. draft wizards. Like, oh, what a reach. You don't take running backs yeah. or safeties at four. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they, they should have made a different pick there. But I do like – the coaching job that Gruden has done this season and I like where the Raiders are headed. So and he's a, uh, he's done it with, you know, some weird, like we're talking about, you know, Farrell has been underwhelming. They've had some weird kind of situations there with linebacker, Jonathan Abrams gotten hurt. So, you know, he's, he's been kind of shifting people around and still yeah. grabbing some W's. So they, they re-signed Brandon Marshall and then immediately yeah. cut him. So welcome Brandon. See you, Brandon. You forget yeah. about uh, you know, Gruden's got a Super Bowl. You win a Super Bowl, you've you've done something. Yep. You know, regardless yep. of wherever that was or what year it was. They don't have a ton of talent. Yeah. You know, you look at the offense. Like, who's their best offensive player? I mean, J- Jacobs is great, yeah. but you know, receiver wise, it's Tyrell Williams, Waller, Hunter uh, Renfro. Renfro. Yeah. Yeah, Darren Waller. Maybe they're him and Jacobs, their best offensive players. Yeah. Probably. The other tight end's really good there too. I can't. Um, his name is. Mm-hmm. Slipping me. Um, All I can think of is the guy who went to um, Seattle. That was like the really cool bro from Hard Knocks. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Oh, Vanette. Is yeah. that it? No, it no. wasn't Nick Vanette. It was. Um, he has a funny name. I don't know. I'll, I'll look it up. But um, yeah. Gruden did give up 28, though, to your boy in four minutes. Peyton Manning. One of my favorite games of all time. I remember that game. I remember where I was watching that game. We were in Florida. Yeah. Were you down there with us? I was us? down there too. I got I got together with you after the uh, at that game. Hmm. I remember that game vividly. We were watching at my grandparents' condo, and uh, it was just like we Fort were, Walton. Yeah, we were just we were so mad because it was just like we're getting embarrassed by the Bucks. It's like twenty eight down with like five minutes left. One of the best comebacks in NFL history. I think it was four minutes, wasn't it? Probably was. Maybe. Yeah. Awesome. Crazy. Fun stuff. All right, so let's go, Addy. Who is your team that was going to make a playoff push that people had previously written off? 
Well, this is probably a team that you could pick for the, like the last 10 years because <laughs> it seems like every single year they're in the same position. They start out slow, they get they're ravaged with injuries, whatever. But yeah, again, it's the Los Angeles Chargers. Not the London Chargers. <laughs> yeah, soon to be. Um but yeah, the Chargers, they had a big win this past week over the Packers. Uh what was it like beat them by like three touchdowns? They dropped the hammer on the Packers. Impressive. Melvin Gordon looks great. Um I think Keenan Allen's getting healthy. You know, you got Hunter Henry back. Mike Williams is healthy. Um we should be getting Derwin James back, right? Mm. Potentially. I heard that both safeties might be coming back, actually. Yeah. Phillips and Derwin James. This would be a big bump. Wow. So, yeah. So, that's also something you need to pay to uh, pay attention to in your IDP leagues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, obviously, Derwin James probably isn't going to be out there, but Adrian Phillips will be. Yeah. Uh, Melvin Ingram is another guy I heard that got healthy for them and has so, really looked good. And we've seen, Bosa's been great lately. So, you know, this is a team. Uh, the AFC is not that deep. Not a lot of good teams out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the division's not that great. Um, we could see them make a run. You know, or we could. You know, they could continue to get injured. destroyed by injuries. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, have no offensive lineman left. Our yeah. poor guy, Forrest Lamp, not had no. another injury and landed yeah. on IR. So yeah. we got to mention. Uh, someone from Western and every episode. every chance that we so, get. We uh, don't congratulations have to Forest Lane. Yeah, he uh, he got paid, so you know congratulations. Yep. But just get healthy, Forest. Get healthy. Right. So yeah, I agree. The AFC is just so weak right now across the board. That uh, I mean, you can kind of go through right now, and you have a pretty good idea who your division winners are going to be: Patriots, Ravens, Texans, Chiefs. Mm. And who are your two wild cards? That's where you can throw teams like the Chargers in the mix. Still too much time um, left. To, yeah. to, the Raiders, yeah. the Colts. Um, that's the Bills. The Bills been another oh, team yeah. as well. Um, Six and two. There's a lot of teams. That that's crazy. That, it is. That's a, that should have been a candidate for most surprising probably. Yeah, that feels very that. soft though. I yeah. don't believe in that team. I think um, I think Josh Allen is a fun quarterback, but he is not a quarterback that you can – we also, rely on when it comes uh, playoff time. We could have talked about the Patriots as well because of the teams that they've played so far versus now the teams that they have the second half of their season. They've yeah. got a much tougher second half of the season than they do, you know, who they've already played. But yeah, it's the Patriots, so we don't want to talk about them anymore. Yeah, no thanks. All right, so we got the Raiders and Chargers. Bobby, take us home. Who is the third team? The Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Um, Currently six and three and second in the NFC North. Um, normally, this wouldn't be as much of a reach if it weren't for the Packers playing so well right now. Um, you know, the Vikings next couple games they've got um, at the Cowboys at home against the Broncos, at Seattle, which will be a hard game, but then at home against the Lions, at the Chargers, the Packers, and then the Bears at home as well. So they'll get some wins in there. Um, they might have a couple losses as well, but. Um, I think maybe the key to, and Markham can speak to this, but their defense is awesome right now. Um, they've got a lot of great IDP pieces, um, in probably the D end number one right now in my eyes in Daniel Hunter, um, not only in dynasty, but also in redraft, he's been unbelievable. Um, but also have just had some solid dudes like Eric Hendricks, uh, Harrison Smith, 
uh, Harris, the other safety there, has been good as well. Um, have just had some good, solid, you know, key pieces to that defense that Everson Griffin has had some great games. He's been great this year, man. I like Linval Joseph has been good at D tackle there as well. So, um, yeah, been a good defense. But I think the key overall to everything has been Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook has been healthy. He's been catching the ball. He's been running the ball. Um, Kirk Cousins just has to not lose the games for him. And, uh, you know, Irv Smith has been catching passes here this last couple weeks. I know Thielen's kind of banged up right now, but Diggs is finally catching passes and probably a little bit happy again. So, um, yeah, the Vikings, this, this, I don't want to say this could be their year, but this looks like as good of a chance as, as they've had in a while. Yeah. It's their window. Had them, how, tell me how this is possible that in the game against the Chiefs where Thielen goes down pretty early, that you have Dalvin Cook, Irv Smith, Laquan, Laquan Treadwell, Kyle Rudolph, and some character named C.J. Ham getting more targets than Stephon Diggs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They were just, just you know, bracket coverage on him. They mm-hmm. weren't letting him do anything. Um, but, yeah, I, I agree. I have, obviously, Diggs in pretty much every league, and uh, I was quite surprised myself. But And and, and uh, Cousins still threw for three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. So Rudolph had one. Um, Treadwell. The, uh, this, the rookie had one. Um, yeah. Same Johnson. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're just, uh, I don't know, man. By the way, uh, Everson Griffin, <laughs> that's a nice little transition there. Uh, Everson Griffin is the DN 11. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. That's awesome. Uh, Amir Abdullah had a touchdown in that game. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. How Amir. weird is that? And it was also weird that I had talked to you this week, um, about that he was still rostered. In our RSL that, league. That's what I was going to say. Why is that? Yeah, what is happening here? Uh, Ola BC Johnson was the other guy who uh-huh. caught a touchdown as well. Thanks, Josh, for that. Yeah, good old Ola BC. All right, so uh, those are the three teams that we could see making a playoff push. Let's talk about a team that is going absolutely nowhere despite high expectations coming into the season, the Cleveland Browns. And, Adam, I'm going to let you kick this one off for us because this was a team that you invested heavily in. I think a lot of us did out there in the fantasy world, and it has just been completely uh, just way below expectations and uh, honestly just kind of a bummer because you were expecting this NFL season for the Browns to be relevant, for Baker Mayfield to be having fun, Odell Beckham, Nick Chubb, yep. all these guys, and it's just been kind of a, I don't know, just like a wet fart. Yeah, very much so. It's uh very reminiscent of of when the uh, the Vince Young Eagles, the dream team, right? Dream team, mm-hmm. Namdi Asamoa, yeah, mm-hmm. all these guys. Yeah, so shades of that. Um, yeah, just so so frustrating, and I think a lot of it has to do with the. Uh, we know the offensive line's bad, but the the coaching is just awful, mm-hmm. and just something has to be done there. They got to bring a real coach in there. Kitchens was never qualified for the job. Um, and it shows. Um, but yeah, I saw last week where Odell Beckham apparently said that he, what was it? He, he can't get the ball to save his life. Yeah. It doesn't matter how open he gets. He's never going to get thrown the ball. So that seems to, you know, (laughs) right. That's starting to, uh, 
not be good. So and he wore cleats again that he's going to be fine for, and I'm sure mm-hmm. he'll say he's being targeted and persecuted by the NFL. Yeah, so everything is don't don't forget everything is about Odell Beckham. Ah, uh, Odell Beckham's been pretty good this year as far as you know keeping his mouth shut. Let's not forget the watch thing, and uh, I mean eh. the fact that we are this far into the season. You're right, and he has been good compared to seasons past. Yeah, let's not forget that Josh uh, also thought Roquan Smith was what he thought he was drinking and driving yeah. and sexually hey, assaulting someone he also the, thought that who uh the michael, story has not come out he the thought, story he, has not come out he thought michael bennett uppercutted uh, bill belichick remember that <laughs> the story one story has not remember come that out. one he had some other ones too you think the story has been written on those and it has not you see the worst in everyone <laughs> that's true you got a bad heart God forbid we give these hulking maniacs who hit each other in the head repeatedly the benefit of the doubt when it comes to behavior. You need to give these boys the benefit of the doubt. They had a hard upbringing. <laughs> I'm not giving them anything, and I'm not giving Odell Beckham anything. I think he is. He a- cut his hair off. He changed his hair. He's trying to change. Uh, no, he's still the same guy. Did you see the Browns fan, uh, obviously in our Slack this week, uh, said that uh, we gotta give him a shout out, Nico. It's, yeah. it's uh, at Dynasty Sneeko, right? Yeah. He wanted to, He requested us to do that. There you go. So there you go, Nico. You're welcome. Shout out, Nico. But uh, didn't he say that Baker shaved three times? Um, he did that that's, Sunday. That's absurd. <laughs> he did, dude. I saw that because at one point it was. Um, he well, came in with like a pretty much full a full, beard. yeah. He had full his, beard. a normal yeah. beard. He, he shaved that down into like the handlebar mustache, yeah. and then after the game, it was just the just the, mustache. the John Candy mustache. Yeah, looked like a uh, freaking detective out of a uh, looks like John Candy sc- Scooby Doo. Looked like the robbers from uh, Home Alone. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what I, the comparison I saw a lot. Yeah, I think I had the best comparison. No, nope, yeah. you didn't. Sorry, yeah, sure did. But Strange. I will uh, give uh, Ben Ratty some credit that uh, that does not look like uh, normal human behavior. No, it really doesn't. It looks like a guy who's kind of in the middle of like a nervous breakdown. Absolutely, just a lot of pressure and expectation. And I think that's the like moral of the story is don't heap these expectations onto a team that has historically sucked and underperformed because all you're do all you're doing is setting them up for failure. Yeah. Because unless they're playoff bound, pushing for the Super Bowl, they're going to be a disappointment. Yep. None of these guys have any postseason experience. Mm -hmm. None of them have ever been in a situation, you know, outside of college, Mm -hmm. you know, just where they have that experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And even from the, from the coach, you know, just all the way through the whole team, Mm -hmm. just too young, too inexperienced and too immature. I wonder where the leadership comes from on that team. That's yeah, exactly. Good question. Like who in that locker room is, um, you know, kind of the voice of reason, rallying the troops here. I was asking a guy today about Rashard Higgins and why he's not playing, and um, that's kind of a bizarre situation as well. I think he's a legitimate, you know, talented wide receiver, but just buried on a weird offense. This week was kind of the straw that kind of broke the back for me because I thought that they were just going through a weird stretch of, okay, lost to the 49ers, they're good. Lost to the Seahawks, they're good. Lost to the Patriots, we get it. But then lose to the Broncos as well. Um, you know, I know they've played some tough teams, but they're just not not figuring it out. So, yeah. Yeah. Not fun in Cleveland. They could LeBron be. LeBron leaves and, you know, every, all this all this hits a fan. Could yeah. be Could be a team that's picking inside the top top 10 again yeah they go quarterback 
No. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, let me see where they are right now because so they're um, third in the AFC North. They're two and six right now overall. They have beat the. This is funny. They beat the Jets and the Ravens. Huh. That's so weird. Yeah, and that was at the Ravens. Wow. You think Baltimore. they can make a run? <laughs> the Browns. So their next six games. They make some runs in their pants. Bills, Steelers, <laughs> Dolphins, field. Steelers, Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, Bengals. They've got some crummy teams coming up, but they just lost to the Jets. Yeah. Like they are a crummy team. Well, they lost to the Jets week two. Sorry, I'm thinking of somebody else. Too. Yeah, no, they beat the Jets. That was their one of their two wins. Yeah. Who they just the play? Jets just lost, lost to the, the Titans. Dolphins. Beat the okay, Jets. Okay, that's what I'm thinking of. Who but the who the Browns just they lose just lost to, to a shitty the Broncos. Team. The Broncos. That's it. Was the Brandon Allen like Broncos? Ter- yeah, exactly. That That's is embarrassing. Awful. That is rough. How does that happen? Mm-hmm. So the Browns currently have the seventh overall pick. Wow, wow, wow. Hmm. For a team that everyone thought was playoff bound, yeah, Freddie's definitely getting fired. There's Mur- no way he survives this season. Murmurs of Tua. <laughs> Wouldn't that be crazy? They just uh, take another quarterback. Odell will be back. This is a quick question for y'all. Are y'all sold on Tua? I'm not on board yet. You know, all these teams are just like, you know, tanking for Tua. I don't I don't get it. I have no idea. I don't think I've watched a single college game this year. I watched a little bit of his highlights and stuff. I just I don't know. I can't quite get on board yet. And I, I know there'll be a couple of these quarterbacks that come out of eastern Carolina where they're like, Oh man, he's six seven and he's got this amazing yeah. body and like he's gonna be a and you're like he can wow. throw a hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the next Carson Wentz out of uh, what was he, North Dakota State. There you go. Yeah. Who knows? We I don't pretend to be an expert, but that's the guy should, everyone Josh, says. Yeah. Everyone says is the next uh, yeah. next big thing hmm. is uh is to us. So we'll see. Um all right, another uh little topic here that we want to wrap up on that's gotten more interesting here in recent weeks is the Cardinals running back situation. I think in a span of like three or four days, they acquired like four or five different running backs, it felt like. Uh Alf Morris was in the mix. They traded Did you call for him Alf? Drake. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alf Morris. Never heard that before. Yeah, it just fits. Um okay. they brought in another guy. They brought in um the white guy. Zach Zinner. Zach Zinner. They traded for Kenyon Drake. Of course they already had um, you know, David Johnson on the roster, along with Chase Edmonds. Who had that huge week when Johnson was out. Mm-hmm. So they've had three running backs be ultra productive, you know. Which bodes well for that team and whoever the running back is. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a question of who do we think moving forward is the guy for the Cardinals? And does Kenyon Drake now being there, being healthy, is Edmonds going to get healthy? If is David Johnson going to get healthy because if yeah. they're all healthy, that's not really a great situation. And why did the Cardinals trade for Kenyon Drake. I mean, do they do they have postseason aspirations? I mean, like I think be, they just needed a running back. But it's like why why yeah? If he's expiring, why would you trade any draft capital off your team that's not going anywhere? And for maybe uh, they plan to re-sign him. He's yeah. I was gonna say because he's an under unrestricted free agent next year, so that's gonna be weird. I think they could bring him back. Well, would you sign? Would you resign with him if you're Kenyon Drake? I mean, they're not going to give him that much money. They already I would have. probably not play again this year after this week. I'd just shut it down. Yeah, that's a good point. Be like, look, I just proved my value out there. I've been stuck in Miami. That, that might really- be literally like his best case scenario. That Chase, like, yeah, Miami, Miami's pretty yep. messed up. I think I need to go on IR. So David Johnson right now is um, 
His contract runs through 2021. His dead cap next year is $16,200,000. Uh, his dead cap 2021 is $3 million. So uh, he's actually 27 years old right now. So interesting situation. They, and, they could move on from David Johnson and keep Chase Edmonds and Kenyon Drake. It could very well be a Todd Gurley story. You know, I know Gurley's not quite that old, but, you know, in, in injuries, you know, ages, I, I guess you could probably say he is, so. I don't is know. David Johnson due back this week? Do we know? Yeah, they. I literally just saw that on RSO where they're just like, if Edmonds or David Johnson's playing, that's who they're going to start. So wow, kind of doesn't make. So much hopefully sense, you but. sold high on Chase Edmonds last week, and you're selling high on Kenyon Drake now. Yeah, just go sell. Well, I don't know. Edmonds might be a nice hold just because I have him, but <laughs> I have Drake as well. And I thought, what in the world? I, I looked up and Drake had a hundred yards on like. 15 rushes. I do like that Cardinals offense. Um, they do seem to be kind of getting it together. It yeah. I mean, they're, they're competitive. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, offensive uh, question for Arizona. Why is Andy Isabella not getting more looks? Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, that's uh, – what are you doing, Cliff? Yeah. Could be a guy that just wasn't quite ready yet. Didn't looks, know all the routes. Looks or, very ready on that 90-yard touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. Richard Sherman. But he has – I mean, how many snaps has he gotten up through Hardly any, this man. week, yeah. right? He's Nine? not even played like a full game, mm-hmm. you know, worth the snaps. Is this uh, Fitzgerald's last year? No. You don't I, think so? I don't think so. I think Fitz is going to try and play till he's like 40, 41. He's going to try to maybe break some Jerry Rice records? I think so. Hmm. I think he's just going to keep on going, man. I don't think – I don't know if it will be on the Cardinals – did he get re-signed though? I don't know why he keeps re-signing with him. Just go to the Patriots, man. Just go to just go get your trying. That's your best chance to get a ring. Just go there. Just go. No one's gonna be upset, dude. No, mm-hmm. no like, one. You can do it. One you of the Cardinals it. fans would be very happy for yeah. you. Yeah. Well like, respected. Should have done it ten yeah. years ago. Seriously. Because uh, this team, this team's fun. They're competitive, but they're not going to be no. competing also for a Super Bowl anytime soon. Insane division to try to come out of as well. You got the yeah. Rams, you've got the Seahawks, and now you've got the 49ers. I know. Yep. Not best and, of luck. Yeah, we'll be good for a while. It seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could be doing really well, and that division is just going to be a stumbling block to you getting to the playoffs. So, mm-hmm. so if you have David Johnson, you're trading him or holding him. Uh, I mean, in I'm dynasty. Holding, I'm on oh, dynasty mm-hmm. trade. I've, I think tra- trade. I was yeah. trading him at the beginning of the year. Okay, so Kenyon Drake. Uh, yeah, I'm trading him as well. In dynasty, you trade him. Uh, yeah. What about Chase Edmonds? I think you could I, hold Chase. Yeah, hold Chase. Okay, Zach Zinner. I'm just kidding. I think you. Maybe no one's going to give you first for Zach. No one's probably going to try and give you too much for Chase. I mean, no one's going to give you more than a second. And at that point, it's like, well, he's in. We've seen, you know, what running backs can do in this offense. Like, if he mm-hmm. potentially is the guy, if things with David Johnson go south, mm-hmm. I mean, Edmonds is going to be the one. I think I agree with you all, except for maybe Drake could be a hold because if he goes to a decent team, maybe he gets a shot. You maybe. know, I don't think Miami has really given him a fair shot. He's had a couple decent games, but, I mean, freaking 15 carries for 115 yards or whatever he went for, that's pretty nasty. Yeah. And against the 49ers, yeah, you know, who have that's true. stifled running backs this year. Problem is, though, we're going to have a lot of new running backs coming in next year, and that's that, going to take up a lot of these you know, vacancies. So true. And uh, I think the landscape's going to look a lot different. D. Ford running down in the um, horse collaring. Uh, Kyler Murray was pretty awesome. I don't know if y'all saw that. I saw play. that. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, man. When Kyler gets tackled, it's, you got to hold your breath. Oh, absolutely. He looks like a child. I know. Yeah. A little yeah. rack like, <laughs> Someone get that baby off the field. Yeah. 
<laughs> that child does not need to be out there. Did y'all see the uh, that little that little video that was going going around like Halloween week of some rando on the street that w- lo- looked just like Kyler Murray? Mm-mm. It was funny. I'll, I'll try and find it, but I haven't seen that one. It was great. He was like he was some kid that was like I don't know five five, but he had on that's a Kyler Murray jersey. That's about right. But he looked just oh, yeah, like. Oh yeah, I have seen that one. I have seen that one. He's like I'm Kyler Murray, bro. Did you like the uh, uh, Nuke uh, Aladdin? Yeah, dude, that the was genie. Hardcore, he looked it? great. Yeah, that was a very very good costume. That was good. My favorite one though might have been Jose Altuve and um, um. Judge that was actually Jimmy Graham and one of the trainers or whatever there in, in Green Bay. Have you seen that? I hadn't seen that one. So no. Jimmy Graham dressed up as Aaron Judge, which was pretty awesome, and then <laughs> one of them was Altuve. But yeah, fun. What'd you boys do for uh, spooky the spooky day? Spooky season. We going back to this? <laughs> What'd you boys do? Uh, this is the uh, the character that dude. loves Halloween. So <laughs> what I did was I let my kids dress up. My son didn't care, so we rode in the truck, and my daughter and my wife walked around while we sat in the heat and listened to, uh, I don't know, was it Thursday? I guess maybe it was Thursday Night Football on the radio or something, which we were fine, but my daughter was freezing. So you made your wife get out there and I do that. did. Get out oh, there and walk. Interesting. Interesting. I'm, I'm driving around. You will submit to me. <laughs> you will get out there and get that candy for her. The Bible tells you to submit. <laughs> Now you get your ass out there and you walk her around there and get that candy. This character might have to go, Adam. I'm not feeling great about him. I'm not gonna lie. Transition from guy that loves spooky season into weird, crazy, uh, misogynistic guy. Thou shall submit. All right, it's time to go, folks. That's our cue. Once Adam starts screaming. It's belligerent. It is cold in here. Yeah, we're it freezing. It is cold. Yeah. No, we don't have any heat in this yeah, area. Josh, refuse to bring the space heater out here for some reason. Yeah, just so he can complain about it. It's a like a, uh, what is that, a 28-second walk through the house? Yeah, nah, it's at least it's back. at least 32-second it, it, It's dropped about 20 degrees yeah, in the past it's freezing outside. 20 minutes. I just wanted to see if they were real men. The answer is no. Yeah, the answer is hell yeah. <laughs> All right. You want to uh, see this? You want to see how much of a man I am? Look at it. <laughs> it's nothing out right now, folks. Just so you know. <laughs> when we get the camera for the Patreon, you will not be seeing anything X-rated. Look at it. So we'll see you guys next week, maybe, if we're all still alive and here. Thank you all for tuning in to this ridiculous episode. Y'all be good. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Big3IDP.